Father, happy Father's Day. Every day's Father's Day for you, isn't it? I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Wasn't holding you up, so there's nothing I can do to let you down. It doesn't take a trophy to make you proud. I'll never be more loved than I am right now. Going through a storm, but I won't go down. I hear your voice carried in the rhythm of the wind to call me out. You would cross an ocean so I wouldn't drown. You've never been closer than you are right now. <coughs> Jaira, you are enough. Jaira, you are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Jaira, you are enough, forever enough, always enough, more than enough, forever enough, always enough, more than enough. Don't want to forget how I feel right now on the mountaintop. See so clear what it's all about. So stay by my side when the sun goes down. Don't want to forget how I feel right now. Jaira, you are enough. Jehovah Jaira. You are enough. I will be content in every circumstance. Jaira, you are enough. Forever enough, always enough, more than enough. Forever enough, always enough, more than enough. You're more than enough. Forever enough. You're always <laughs> enough. More, more than, than enough. Already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. <coughs> I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved. More than and that is enough. <coughs> that is enough. I'm already loved. I'm already chosen. I know who I am. I know what you've spoken. I'm already loved more than I could imagine. And that is enough.
They did make it. Yay! We'll let it go this time. Love you, Lord, for your mercy never fails me. All my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up till I lay my head. I will sing of the goodness of God. Cause all my life you have been faithful And all my life you have been so, so good With every breath that I am able I will sing of the goodness of God I love your voice You have led me through the fire In darkest night You are close like no other I've known you as a father I've known you as a friend And I have lived in the goodness of God
give you everything. Your goodness is running after, it's running after me. Cause all just want to speak the name of Jesus over every heart and every mind because I know there is peace within your presence I speak Jesus I just want to speak the name of Jesus till
who's been lost in degradation to the one who in a crowd seems all alone to the patriot who feels he's lost his country to the prodigal who thinks he can't come home there is healing for heart in Jesus. Through the cross he made a way to set you free. All things new. He makes all things new. He'll move heaven and earth to who's been rejected by her husband to the one who doesn't think he can go on to the woman who is raising her grandchildren to the man who carries guilt just like a stone there is healing for your bro heart in Jesus through 
cross he made a way to set you free all things new he makes all things new he'll move heaven and earth to find and asking why until he comes back to us. Worthy is the Lamb for sinners slain. Worthy is the Lamb for sinners slain. You died on the cross, then you rose from the that again. Worthy is the Lamb for sinners slain. Worthy is the Lamb for sinners slain. You died on the cross, then you rose from 
Jesus is the Lamb for sinners slain. Jesus, you're the Lamb for sinners slain. You died on the cross, then you rose from the grave. Jesus, you're the Lamb for sinners slain. You Father's Day to you. It's a good day, right? We, uh, as y'all know, celebrated our 50 year anniversary. I, uh, in doing so, I thought, well, they probably want me to say something. You know, how do you do it? How'd you do it? And you'd have to say, well, you know, it wasn't nothing in my own strength, but mercies of God. Can I just say? No. The Crawford speech by a lot. That has Brother Stephen who didn't get there because he always gets up and makes Mercies of God were in full force. But in thinking about that, I realized that there's something missing. I'm not getting the whole picture. Because we don't all stay married. And God allows, allows that. In his word, he's, we do, he does allow it. So I thought, well, something is amiss. I'm missing something. And I said, Lord, you need to, 
I need some help here. I need you to tell me what's going on. And it's a tricky thing. I don't know that I can tell tell you what I what he told me. I'm going to try. I'm going to try and and then let you decipher as much as you can. But in the process of just listening and Holy Spirit, what are you saying? What are you saying in this? What do we need to know in this? I heard, I knew it was in the Word, but I didn't know where, but I heard redeeming the time. And it's only in the Bible twice. I think it's Galatians and Colossians. It's only two times that that you can find it in the Bible, redeeming the time. Now, years in the years past, I have preached, and I think rightfully so. I don't think it's gone away. I don't think it's changed. And those that I preached it to agreed. So I'll tell you all what it was and see if you agree. But I said, we only have the present. That's where we live. The past is past and the future is future. We have now. And it sounded good, you know, preached good. And I thought, well, that's, that's the way it is. when the Holy Spirit spoke to me redeeming the time I knew that I was missing something time and I'm going to give you the definition from the Strong's. Rescuing from loss. Redeeming. Rescuing from loss. A space of time or that word is season. A season in your life God gives us the opportunity to go back. He says, as you read those and study that out, it's uh, it has to do with your words. What, what you say, and I'm I'm confident in the fact that a lot of what we pray, in fact, nearly everything we've prayed, uh, we see it happening. We see the sick healed. 
right? We've we've had knees and backs and hips and on and on. We see transformation going on in our city, in our area. And it's interesting. I don't think it's geographical. I think it was a spiritual thought or idea. At our anniversary party, I had Gerald and Dixie from SkyTube up north. We had Kay's niece from Austin. I had Ada represented Austin. Ardmore, I had two brothers in Ardmore, my sister in Dallas, a nephew in Houston, were all there. And I thought, the Lord just showed me, he said, that's, that's a, you're expanding. We've, we've said, okay, Southeast Oklahoma, we're going to change it. We're going to affect it. But God's showing me that in that, the representation of people that came is uh, move them tent pegs. Yeah, it's it's bigger. It's bigger than we've imagined. It's more than we've imagined. God is saying to us, speak what I give you and redeem the time. Redeem the time. Rescue that which was lost. in this season. Amen? Isn't that good? Rescue, redeeming the time. I'm, uh, you can't just come up with stuff like that, you know? Holy Spirit uh, is way smarter than we are and, show, and in showing us what, what we have. And, but... Uh, even Laura represents Colorado, you know, out the western part, because we should have had, uh, yeah, got Jane, and then we got Canada further north. But there is a, there's a shift being made, and God says this is, we're redeeming something. We're re that which was lost. That which was lost. Um, if you go and look, uh, that scripture there, that which was lost, was talking about finances.
So there's a, it's bigger than what we've imagined. It's bigger than what we've been proclaiming. God's saying that now is the time to proclaim that which I'm showing you. So what's he showing you? Um, something that I'm kind of processing and from our anniversary stuff is um, there were people, Rachel set up this thing on Facebook where people could say happy anniversary, you know, and there were like 90-something, maybe 100 people that wished us well on our anniversary. There, there was someone from Cambodia. There was someone from Mexico. People that we had met in South America and Suriname. Someone from France. Someone I can't remember if there was another country or not, but not to mention all over the United States. And I was just sitting here thinking, you know, these these people, <laughs> the Canadian, these people uh, weren't necessarily touched so deeply by our ministry. But more often it was because we were kind. Kind to them. The lady from Cambodia, I still think of her as a girl because that's what she was when she hung out with us. She was from Switzerland. She was going to college in Shawnee and had no family here. And I don't know. I don't even remember how she ended up at our house one weekend, but she did. And from then on until she graduated, she was a part of our church and family. Yes. But it wasn't because how we ministered or how spiritual we was we were it was because we were just kind she was lonely and she needed a place where she could get away from the school for a weekend and we became that place and there were lots of people lots of kids that we did that for. Just a home in the midst of, of loneliness. And I guess what 
I want to say is to make an impact in the world. You don't have to be a dynamic minister. You don't have to be a spiritual superstar. All it takes is being kind and doing what God says. If God says to open your home to someone, then you do it. If God says to reach out and befriend someone who doesn't have a friend, you do it. Because at the time, we didn't know we were making an impact in people's lives. But here you guys are from different parts of the world. And you saw something in us that said you wanted to be a part of what we were doing here. And I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. But the thing is, we got to travel a lot in our earlier years. We went to a lot of nations. We ministered a lot. We, there was a period of time when I was gone two weeks out of every month to minister. And there was something real unique about how God ministered through me. I would sing and I would hear I would sing what God was saying and people had never heard that. And so I had a lot of opportunities. We had a lot of opportunities. That's not what changed people's lives. What changed people's lives was opening our hearts and our home to people. We had several years ago a young man showed up in our service and I didn't know him from Adam. And after church, he came up to me and introduced himself and it was one of Justin's uh, grade school friends. I hadn't seen him in years. And he said, I just wanted you to know what an impact you guys made on my life. He, wa he wasn't in our home a lot. But when he was, his heart was changed somehow. He went down to where his dad lived in Houston, got into drugs, uh, got in a bad way. And he remembered the things. That he went to church with us once or twice, maybe. And... Uh, Got, got right with God, got saved. I don't know. He was in church all the time when he was a kid, but somehow God turned his life around. He quit the drugs. He, um, and at the time that he came just to tell us thank you, he was helping start a church in California. I mean, we didn't... We didn't do anything consciously 
to minister to him. We were just us. And I think we all need to understand it's those little things that um, change people's lives, that change kids' lives. It's, it's, the, it's not the grand gestures. It's, it's the little things. We were, we were laughing because, you know, we didn't know really who to invite and to our thing, who would want to come. And Rachel got word that someone had gotten upset because they didn't get an invitation. And <laughs> we haven't even spoken to those people in a long time. Didn't know that they would want to come, you know. But she made it right with them, and they did come, and it was so good to see them. But somehow, during the time that we were in church together, we had affected their lives, and they wanted to celebrate with us. And what a blessing that was. So... The thing I have learned from our 50th anniversary celebration is it's those small things that impact the world, not the big things. It's the small things. So, you see, it has nothing to do with continuous years. It has nothing to do with continuous years. Fifty years, yes, yeah, we stayed together, but could we have separated? Absolutely. We could have. But it at some point, God stepped in and said, let's redeem the time. That season in your life that I was maybe not a part of, that he was not a part of, he says, let's redeem that. Let's redeem it. Let's make it look Right. It's not a time in your life. It is a season in your life. Redeeming the time. You know, I used to think while you're coming, um, come on, while you're coming, or I'll bring it to you if you would like. You're already up now. I used to think God would give me something and I, I would hold on to it and not share it because I was afraid I wouldn't get something else. <laughs> but
But if you share what you get, you get more. So don't be afraid to share. Hmm. I don't really have a whole lot, but... Okay. Um, okay. Well, as many of you know, I've been a little whiny the last few months about my job. <laughs> and uh, uh, thank you, by the way, for giving me that, that prayer sheet, because that was, I, as I got to reading it, I, I realized it was the prayer sheet we had in Canada, and I just misplaced it, and I really needed it back. <laughs> and... Uh, like two days after you gave it to me, I went on a break and went somewhere and prayed it because it was just chaos and mental torture at work. And I prayed through that, and I was I was better the rest of the day. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, I uh, I just said. God, you know, it's been really hard lately, and I don't understand what's going on. And the scripture says, uh, write the vision that they may run, you know. And so I, and ever since I was saved, I've just always had, had, I've had visions. God will show me something, and that's what I work towards. And it's like, I was stuck in this muck, and you know, and I'm like, this isn't right. And I said, just show me, just show me what's going on or where I'm going so that I can get through this and, and say something to me. And what he said is, um, I saw the walls of Jericho and I had, my feet were planted right outside of them. And he said, you've arrived early, but now you have to wait. And so I'm to walk around in silence and be happy and just wait for the timing of God because that was an amazing thing that happened when it was time for it, but I'm just early. And so I am at peace now. I have decided to be at peace and there's other things happening and uh, Sean had had seen something in regards to this position as well. Just, I don't think it's going to be a fun time for whoever gets that position, and it might be a blessing that I haven't been put in there. So, yes, I'll be walking around with my mouth shut. <laughs> Believe in God. Oh, and I'll yell when it's time to yell. Amen. So, um, did you guys get a chance to watch that video I sent you? Did you? Katie, did you get a chance to watch that video I sent you? No? So I sent a video yesterday. Lance Wall now? Yeah, we'll watch it. <laughs> he... I figured as much. He was, he was, it was funny. I, I don't watch a lot of people. There's just certain people that I watch because I just think there's too much stuff thrown against the wall trying to stick and it just gets to be a, you know, a mess. Um, and, uh, but I turned Lance Walnut on because I like him. 
and he said, uh, there's a lot of people in the kingdom right now that are stuck. They feel stuck. They're in the middle. He said, and the reality is, and it's almost exactly what Dana said, he said, the reality is, he says, you're in the middle of your calling. You're exactly where you're supposed to be, but the fulfillment hasn't come yet. That's because you're in the middle of the calling and you have to wait. He said, waiting is part of the calling. It's going to train you, it's going to teach you, it's going to give you perseverance and patience. And while he was saying that, I was thinking to myself, yeah, that's so true. And we were jabbing at each other because here we are sitting in a motorhome, you know, <laughs> in the middle of a patch of land that we know God has a plan for. And that, uh, you know, day to day we say, well, you know, did I miss it? Lord, is there something I'm supposed to see and that's why nothing's happening? Is there, there's always the questions, right? And he says, no, you just need to wait. You just need to have patience and wait. And then he does little things. He does small little things just to remind you that you are where you're supposed to be. And little gifts come or, or little blessings come or you, you, you think something in your mind, gee, I wish I had this. And you don't even realize you've thought it. And three days later it shows up and you go, Lord, you heard that? You're the creator of the universe and you gave me that. And it's such a blessing, right? But what it does is it just, it re-expresses his favor for us in the smallest and tiniest of ways, which when you consider that he is the God of the entire universe and every existence that is, was, or ever will be, and he decided to give me a new pair of shoes, that he would consider me you know, it's um, the kindness was one of the main reasons we came here. Um, we went through a lot of different things in the past church that we were at that I won't go into. But when Jack and Kay came, Jack and I struck up a conversation and the thing that hit my heart was the fatherhood and the kindness. And I went, I like that guy. And he gave a very good message that day, which unfortunately not a, people, not a lot of people had their ears on. They weren't hearing what he was saying, which was too bad. Uh, <laughs> but he tells me that's common. So, <laughs> um, And uh, it was a real blessing. And so when we came here, the kindness, that was, the, that was one of the big reasons for us as well, you know, was the kindness. And... Um, Thank you. Thank you for being welcoming. Thank you for being consistent in what you do. And thank you for the kindness. Oh, yes, and you're so Well, as I was just thinking about, you know, how to give something meaningful, um, I just felt like that the Lord was saying for you guys that in this new season, you know, this, this next season of your life, that it's just going to be abundance. It is going to be restoring what, you know, was taken in the, the hard road and not easy, clear path. And even here, staying faithful to Four Rivers when you're like, 
I'd really rather not be doing this right now. <laughs> you know, um, But there's, there's going to be fruit coming from what you've sown and faithfully sown and not seen and it's been taken. And so, yeah. So I, I do feel like that God was just telling you that that's definitely a word for you guys is redeeming the time and that abundance is coming. Well, as we've been speaking this morning, you know, it's it's brought under my memory that uh, first of all, the disciples uh, they asked Christ said, "Well, how are they going to know us?" And he said, "By the love you show to each other," and that is so. overwhelming at times are we doing that I mean but then God has reminded me that he said I didn't I wasn't concerned about the 99 I'm not saying he wasn't concerned about them but he said I was looking for what I went looking for the one and I, I was reminded of this this last week we've Y'all know I work on the ranches, so we've got 30 cows in this one pasture, and as we was talking this morning, God said, it's just like I showed you the other day. We counted them four times, come up with 29. And the owner, she said, well, I, I know it's here because I don't see no buzzards. <laughs> she said, we ain't found it laying dead nowhere. She said, I know it's here, and we're about to give up and I turn the, the mule around that we're in and all I spot is the tag. That cow is standing down in the creek and all I see is her tag in her ear, a white tag. And, but what God is telling me this morning is you may have to search. You may have to search for it, but it's there. All the blessings are there. You may have to go get them. There, there's a time and a place for everything is what God has said. If he tells you to move, move. If he tells you to be still, be still and believe me. That's the hardest thing in the world to do. But he is in it if we don't get out of step with him. And thank y'all for all you represent, your love and your mercy upon all of us. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I hope I don't say the wrong thing.
where should I start? Okay. Okay. I guess whenever I first got to know Jack and Kay was real close. I mean, coming to church and we used to have a church downtown. And what's how you say it, whenever People get together like someone moving into the neighborhood. You got to learn how to adjust to one another. As being close, caring, and adjusting. But I, I want to thank both of them because they. They've helped me a lot in my life and shown me things about the Lord. And I've listened to a lot of stories from the Bible from them. A lot of good singing from Miss Kay and Jackie. would tell me on Sunday morning, you better straighten up, boy. Lots of Sunday mornings. So that's It might not sound like much, but it meant a lot to me. Um, I ain't trying to... Jack's been good to me. And this guy too, because my parents have been gone for a while. And it helped me on Sunday morning to make it through another day and being in the house of God. And I'm glad they're here today and I'm glad to be in God's house. And thank you all for everything. Hallelujah. I've said this before, but it's worth saying again. effort that it takes for Mike to come to church is top notch. So thank you for being a part. Amen. Amen. So Don't count it as loss. That which was lost has now been found. Redeem the time. Redeem the season. Make it new. Make it all new. Amen. Amen. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for sharing with us loving on us and showing us what you're doing and what you're saying. We so much appreciate it. We appreciate the fact, God, that you are a father 
to us. And we want to come into your presence and know you and get to know you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Father, we do lift up Anna to you right now in Jesus' name. We bind everything, the fever or sickness of the stomach or whatever it is. We bind it in Jesus' name. And we say be healed in the the name of Jesus. Father, just continue to pour out upon this family strength and favor hallelujah father thank you for Rusty and Laura and the family kids thank you for what they bring to the table God, thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I know John's got it ready. (laughs) Almost. As we have given back to the Lord a portion of what he's given us, We declare that he teaches us to profit and leads us in the way we should go. The Lord gives us power to make wealth and supplies all our needs according to his riches and glory. We bless Israel, pray for peace of Jerusalem, and as he blesses us, his way becomes known on the earth and his salvation among all nations. Lord, we are believing you for jobs and better jobs raises and bonuses, debts paid off and transfer of wealth, prosperous businesses, our vats filled with oil and our coffers with gold, expenses decrease, blessings increase, heavens opened, earth invaded, signs, wonders, miracles, and angelic visitations. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we thank you for more than enough so we can give into your kingdom, co-labor with heaven, see Jesus get his full reward. Amen.